Hi everyone, welcome to this video. A very important video for all the beginners who want to understand what is advanced persistent attack. Okay, what is advanced persistent threat? You know what is what is you know the you know analogy all about? What is the definition? What is the basics of advanced persistent threat? What what are the things that you should know? What are the things that you should watch out for whenever such kind of uh, you know uh, attack happens in your uh, you know perimeter of the organization? What are the things that you should opt out for when such a you know threat happens? Uh, what are the you know anti APT solutions which are out there? So you know things like that. We will discuss all the things in this particular video. I have Akshay with me, who is the subject matter expert. He is one of the you know founders of a company called Anzen Technologies. He is heading that company. Akshay, over to you. Yeah. Hi, love. First of all, thanks for having me. And uh, as usual, it's a, it's always a pleasure sitting with you discussing about topics. And uh, the great thing about this platform is that the content that we generate is derived from the people's needs to understand uh, complex or non-complex uh, concepts in cybersecurity. So talking about the topic of the day, advanced persistent threat. So that this has been around uh, for a while and, and uh, quite a few number of years back, this was like a new term and, and, uh, and a fear point for a lot of uh, uh, CISOs or information security heads or, or, or people in organizations who are responsible for kind of running the information security program. And uh, so what we are going to cover over here is we are going to understand what an APT attack is. How how some how how an attack like an APT attack is is conducted? Uh, what can you do to detect such an attack? What can you do to prevent such an attack? So all of these things will will be covered here. So let me just begin by explaining, giving giving you a little background here. So what used to happen was uh, initially earlier uh, when 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 we were in. Uh, uh, initial stages of uh, cyber security what used to happen was the attacks were more or less focused towards understanding like a common vulnerability understanding like a common weakness and then trying to exploit that vulnerability across any system that I may encounter so if in, in the nascent stages of cyber security attacks how it used to happen was that let's say I'm an attacker and I, I've created a virus or I've, I've, I've identified a, a vulnerability in 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 any system or so what i would try typically do is i would uh, try to identify uh, any types of uh, the, the instances of the same vulnerability in any uh, server or any system that i encounter over the internet and then i try to uh, if i do get successful so i try 100 systems and and i would typically maybe uh, get this in one or two of them and then i'll try to uh, pivot my way through, through through that exploited server or that system and move inside the organization so even the cyber security uh, prevention, detection and mitigation activities were majorly focused on these kinds of attacks. But over a course of time, what happened was uh, the, the hackers became smarter. And what, what they realized was that why are we targeting things in an isolated manner? So like if I have a group of cyber criminals, if I have a group of uh, activists, if I have a group, so uh, uh, if there are a group of people who are targeting a specific industry, who are targeting a specific organization in order for a specific, for a specific motive, then that constructs an advanced persistent threat attack. So an APT would typically be defined, I mean, there are hundreds of ways to define it, but in a general sense, it, this would typically be, I would like to would use the word campaign here, because campaign in itself denotes a, a targeted activity with a specialized group of people for a specific goal. So if I put the word campaign here and I say that APT is an attack campaign, where a group of malicious people, a group of hackers, a group of crackers, a group of intruders, they will try a targeted attack on an organization or a group of organization with the intention of performing malicious activity and establishing a long term presence inside their network. 
so couple of points here first that it's a targeted attack second it's done by a group of sophisticated hackers it's not a very basic type of a of an attack wherein users do one thing you get some data and then you go out this is a targeted attack by a group of hackers crackers or uh, intruders and the general sense is that i will get inside the network i will maintain a presence inside the network until and unless i have completely satisfied all the goals that i had in terms of a, a malicious cyber crime so i hope this is this makes sense this explains this in 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 in, in a little fashion yes so, so uh... yeah as far as i have understood it's some kind of a targeted attack where you are actually focusing on some kind of a objective a goal is there that that the hacker wants to reach right yes now very well said now what is the point is what is the goal right the immediate question is what type of a goal might an attacker have so it could be uh intellectual property theft research data patents trade secrets you want to target their internal trade secret you want to achieve it it could be compromise sensitive information extract internal employee data user data it could actually be sabotaging their network from inside like deleting their important database files deleting that so it so i mean uh uh shouldn't be said but it could be like if if there is a competition brewing in the market and somebody does not have a morality uh, uh check or 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 moral thing now one malicious organization could try to uh, could hire a specific group of people to conduct an apt attack against their competitors either to steal their data or to actually destroy their research or or kind of get ahead in competition so these things do happen i mean that there that is there in practice uh, uh there have been cases and known cases in the past as well uh so that could be one total complete takeover of the infrastructure complete takeover of a specific asset complete takeover of a website could also be one of the targets so these are the goals of often advanced persistent threat attack any bit so Akshay, how does it differs from a from a regular you know kind of attack that a script kiddy or a, you know a normal hacker would do? What is the difference between a normal attack and a you know APT? Okay. So, uh, very uh, valid point. So first, the very first difference is that the APT attack would typically requires more resources and better skills than a regular attack. so a script kiddy will will target a specific vulnerability a specific type of attack a specific type of application a specific type of platform or a specific type of port but an advanced persistent threat attack requires you requires a more complex attack infrastructure requires more people in terms of different types of skills and it's more complex than a regular or a basic a uh, network or a, or a organizational cyber security attack so for example a typical script kiddy or a typical traditional attack would be what we call as a hit and run attack i'll just go i'll i'll do that attack i'll get the data i'll do whatever damage i want to do and i'll go back but in this the the actual intruder the hacker the perpetrator the the idea is to keep sitting i mean so i mean you will be surprised love i'm uh, to hear that most apts are a lot of apts are 6 months to 1 year long attacks oh my god quite a few number of years back organizations when they did not understand the concept of apt when they did not have proper anti apt techniques or solutions they would realize after months that the attacker had been sitting in their organization for the past n number of months and they had no idea oh my god and it is still happening mind you it's still happening so that that is the basics or that is the thinking that the attacker is actually he, he probably compromised your machine a year back and he's been coming and going and he's been doing whatever he wants to do and he'll leave when his objective is is achieved 
that is how it's different so now you understand the magnitude the complexity the yeah. planning involved in an apt attack is entirely different from a typical attack so i as a script id i'll be like oh i'm successful i just do a sql injection i'll grab the database and i'll go i'll so that that would be a but an apt person it's it's a group of people they will they'll keep sitting they'll keep listening to the information until they have achieved their final objective hmm right and that objective in itself is not easy to accomplish for example in a hit and run attack you just target one server one application and then you get the data and you go out but the idea here is to compromise things at a very larger scale right so i i i would require a uh, a network based hacker i would require a web application security hacker i would require a malware writer i would require so i would require a couple of so that could be one person i'm not saying it could not be one person that's why i said it's either one this one great genius cracker or it could be a group of people then targeting different with different skill sets and specifically targeting one or a group of uh, organizations but that we are sure that the but we are sure that the magnitude of this attack is much higher in terms of you know the other types of hacks yeah right? because see understand a simple psychology love that if i am an attacker and if i'm putting up see the what is the mindset of a cyber criminal if he wanted to do something in a straight way or a moral way he would be doing things like that right so so the whole point of it is that i want to use my skill to do damage or make money or uh, or by harming other people Right. Now, what you're essentially saying is that if I am myself putting my resources and my money as an attacker, I would want larger benefits out of it. Why would I yeah. put so much of my time and my efforts and invest and be present and risk? There's always a risk involved. Right, right, right. And I, I stay in the network, so there, there must be some trophy that I have in my mind that I'm right. gradually moving towards. and you have see the reason why this is a long term thing is because you can't do everything in a single day otherwise you will create so much noise in the network that you will get detected right so it's a step by step process right and it has to be done very silently very covertly over a period of time so it tip at a good apt attack would typically take at least 6 months to get successful and that's just basis on whatever cases i have dealt with whatever consulting i have done for the clients and and where they were even uh, a couple of cases where they suspected it we did an analysis and we found out they were not and there were a couple of cases where they suspected it we, we did an analysis and we found out yes that they have it actually sitting in your network for for quite a number of months now wow so uh, yeah it's scary and it, and and just it imagine yeah 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 just imagine you're sitting as a as a head of information security and you're realizing that you know uh, something like this has happened so uh, i mean uh, uh, The, con- the the things that go in your head i mean that, that that's at a different level now i understand the analogy which you used in the beginning ciso's nightmare is it's actually a nightmare yeah yeah so it used to be yeah but but currently uh, we have a lot of uh, the, the great thing about at least from from our in our country's point of view is that we have advanced a lot in terms of cyber security the awareness level has increased a lot so i'll be discussing the steps of uh, an apt attack and i'll also be discussing what can you as an organization do to prevent or uh, detect and, uh, and uh, respond to an apt attack so so we have grown we have grown the solutions are more robust our practices have improved but we still need but the attacks are still happening so we we need to pay more attention towards this and and hence the reason for for taking this topic for today is that for us to completely have a, an understanding of what an apt is and very rightly you put the right question how is it different so i hope this gets uh, to the people watching and the people who will watch yes. this uh, i hope this helps in understanding how this is different right okay so now let's discuss the stages so there typically so i would like to mention one thing here and i'll mention this and i want to take this that that concept up as a separate topic because what i fear is that eventually somebody is going to link this or going to ask about this and i don't want to include that topic in itself which is the cyber kill chain just just keep that in mind we will do a separate discussion on cyber kill chain which is an which is a, like a superb concept 
and 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 we need to cover that as well and it's and it's one of the things i i love this this framework so you you have it. actually developed some kind of anxiety here for the people just in line one line or two lines you explain what is cyber kill chain otherwise people will not be able to sleep yeah so i when, as i'm explaining this concept i will link this to cyber kill okay. chain and what i will tell this that this is a part of kill chain and okay. and so essentially what so i'll tell you what cyber kill chain was a framework which was developed by a company called called as lockheed martin so what they realized was that uh, the typical stages of an attack which which we there, there was no single framework that was covering at that point of time all the types of attacks that have come in so we we had securing attacks we had vulnerability assessment methodology like information gathering passive scanning active scanning all of that was not working to cover the whole broader area so they developed like a an attackers framework how they ah. do it how they maintain presence how they do weaponization so it breaks down into steps and it tells you at what stage what does an attacker do so it's an it's a very interesting concept and it's being used and if your organization is not using it or implementing it i would go ahead and suggest don't think about it just make sure you your current incident response or your current security posture is in alignment with cyber uh, cyber kill chain but then again i don't want to make this a cyber kill chain discussion yeah so right right got it got it got it promises we will do a session on cyber kill chain sure 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 people have already started asking about it since you have mentioned it <laughs> go for it yeah yeah so uh, let's say how how would you break a successful apt attack that would be your next question so the, the it's divided into three stages infiltration expansion and attraction uh, extraction so three three stages infiltration is essentially what we are saying is that now i'm trying to get inside the network now i'm trying to get inside the inside the organization so this is the part where the infiltration now how would an infiltration typically happen so we discussed in yesterday's uh, session about something called as an attack surface so infiltration would so what is an attack surface is that the, the, the area or or the or the technology or the stack through through which on which i can conduct an attack that is the definition of an attack surface so either one or a combination of three attack surfaces are used to conduct an infiltration activity bear with me i'll repeat this again so that is web network and human so again i'll say so i am trying to infiltrate the first step of apt attack is infiltration now how i am doing this i am compromising either the website or a network resource like an end facing server dmz server or anything or of authorized personnel human so three attack surfaces correct now enough talk in general sense now a question comes in okay akshay you've spoken a lot about uh, things in an english now explain this to me in terms of security i know about all of this tell me something technical so typically what would happen is uh we uh, understood about so uh, how an attacker would uh, or or a, or a campaign or or a group of attackers would do is so they would typically observe for a long period of time all the what types of servers are there what types of network resources from the outside the company is having so like what are the websites what are their domains all the open source intelligence all all the information gathering reconnaissance active passive all of that comes over here that's like a basic thing now there is a concept what what uh, which we call as a watering hole attack so i'll explain this now what's a watering hole attack so let's say i'll i'll, uh, I'll uh, explain this with an example if i want to target a specific organization now what i am trying to see is what are the websites that most employees of these organizations or the most crucial employees of these organizations or the target or the or the person of interest as we call it the people of interest that i have are trying to visit or they visit so over a period of time i'll make a list and i'll compromise either one or all of these websites and i will wait 
for either one of them to then go ahead and visit that website and get infected so now i i haven't even touched the so the, the the beauty here is love that i haven't even touched the actual organization yet i just saw that let's say you and i are an employee of an organization x and you and i for our purposes let's say we are in a taxation company and a tax calculator application is which what we both of us as accountants use and forgive me all the cas for for a very bad analogy here i'm not good at taxes at all so if if we use some a website called as a tax calculation website more frequently and people in our team use this one particular website for calculus because you always have a favorite website you understand that right because there'll be uh, uh, for any activity you'll have n number of web applications so i i then this other person this attacker will then compromise this one tax calculation website and will wait for either you or me to visit it and as soon as we visit it or we download that module or we use that either there will be a script execution or there will be uh, a malware download or there will be some kind of an attack and you your machine and my machine will get infected and that is my pivot point that is where i start from so this is the entry how they enter the service exactly hence the concept of infiltration so infiltration in general for all the people who are watching is uh, how they enter your attack service right yes exactly okay okay so an example and this might be a little scary for people and i and the whole point of here is that you know we should have a knowledge have you heard about a software called as ccleaner all of us use it but did you know that from from august to september 2017 the ccleaner website was actually infected with a malware and all the people who from august to september 2017 who downloaded at the legitimate ccleaner software from the legitimate ccleaner website were infected with the malware that's that's actually happened so i mean uh, that's to say in, even i use ccleaner i mean i'm, wow. I'm saying and in, in the machine that i'm communicating with you i do have ccleaner with me so so just imagine i mean uh, yeah uh, right so that's to give you an example that uh, uh, this could be used by then an organization so that is how a whole the whole watering hole it's just one way of doing it So I I can't cover each and every attack in this session itself. So, so just I mean, for, actually, just for the people who are watching, just for their understanding, how do they do it? Do they just add a payload to that EXE file that we download? So if I have compromised the website, I could entirely replace the uh, malicious executable, right? Because now I have compromised the website itself. Now, so what I can do is instead of or i could install a trojan inside it i could come I, i could weaponize this one exe i could add a payload as you said so what yeah. i could do is in, in that exe i could hide it or i could make my own malicious version of ccleaner and then replace it with the legitimate file That's there are it. once a website is compromised i could do n number of things and till so it was only one month if you realize it it wasn't that long but during that time do you realize how many people how many people would have it? yeah 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 absolutely got it got it yeah it makes sense exactly so so this is and so now what are the different other techniques so you have a web application so a, a, a most common attacks that are used to infiltrate into are the uh, the the web servers that are present in dmz the internet facing web servers so they have vulnerabilities so they exploit vulnerabilities like remote file inclusion sql injection to actually gain access to the web server and then use that as an entry point inside an organization so if i explain uh, not again not treating this as a complete web application security session but if i explain a remote file inclusion is uh, so what i'm doing is i'm exploiting some vulnerability inside that application so that a module or a part of that application is referencing to an external script or an external page or an external file and that external file is now being referenced inside this application as a legitimate resource so what i will do is i could link it to my attacker page that downloads us down downloads a malware or a ransomware or anything on the uh, infected machine and since the website is trusted by you you will visit the website 
and there is one single remote file inclusion vulnerability through which i will then send my payload or send my uh, malicious script or my attack or my ransomware or my malware to your uh, uh, corporate endpoint or server or machine so i hope remote file inclusion was a little clearer because the whole idea yeah. is that a remote file can be included inside the application uh, environment got it right now second would be sql injection uh, a lot of people already know about this we've heard about this the sent the, the basic idea of a sql injection is that uh, through some uh, through a malicious sql based script that i can give as a input to a web server instead of a legitimate input i can then try to enumerate the database i can then try to find out more about the database i can delete the database or uh, the, the worst possible outcome of a sql injection is i could actually upload a shell and i could gain access to the entire server so typically through those through through these attacks even cross site scripting is one of them uh, again not going specific to all the types of web attacks that are out there and i'm sure uh, i don't know whether comments are coming in or uh, if people are watching they they would be curious about things but yeah just to say that these attacks are used to then the idea love is to just grab anything that you can grab right now like getting a foothold foothold i think is the right word and then i can use that server to further my reach so this is infiltration right now after infiltration comes expansion so in expansion what i am doing is now i am using this point this this one machine this one server this one asset this one user laptop however whichever i compromised to then further my reach so typically what i will do is i will then scan for the entire networks i will check what are the shared drives and mind you this is a more manual based attack this is less less the more advanced the apt attack is the more manual it gets so they will use automated scanning softwares and malwares for their purpose but it's not going to be an entirely automated malware based attack so perpetrator is now in then uh, so they will launch a payload the payload in itself might do the scanning you might not be doing it physically i mean so like actually typing in the commands you might automate things step by step but you there is an intervention there is a human attacker intervention that is required at couple of places now where that automation is happening and where the manual effort is that's very specific to the kind of attack okay so i am mapping all it uh, all also so yeah so i'm scanning all the networks scanning all the assets now vulnerable i'm scanning for potential vulnerabilities i'm scanning for potential vulnerable softwares and services as well and then i'm compromising those softwares compromising those services to actually then pivot from this machine to the other machine and that is how the spread is happening okay now uh, 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 an important step over here is that so the attacker is physically actually not entirely for the 6 months he will not have an active session with it with himself so what's happening here is that there is this so i i cracked in inside i launched the payload now the payload is working for me now there is an important concept of a command and control center so as soon as the attack happens there will be a covert channel established with the command and control center which is to say what is a cnc or we call it uh, in in C, as a cnc as well which is now this uh, how uh, this bot or this this software or this this uh, agent of mine is now communicating to me i may be so you this here this may be india here and i may be sitting on the other part of the world and now this is sending me it, it has what we call as phone home i hope this concept so uh, a lot it's it came from uh, aeronautics is is when uh, a space uh, shuttle reaches at the destination they try to phone home they try to call back to the base center and then they ask for further instructions so when when a space like a space uh, a remotely controlled uh, uh, i'm not very good with the, the space terminology i'm very sorry but when when they're specific for some missions so they'll go on that planet they'll collect some data and and there are instructions that are coming from the planet earth or from the base 
so this is the same concept that your 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 malicious software is phoning home and you are you are either extracting data through it or you are giving it instructions further what to do whatever compromised assets it gets whatever compromised little get it is sending it back to the cnc server and i'm giving uh, and the attacker is giving it further instructions so this is how the foothold increases this is how the expansion happens so this cnc akshay people who are watching they might be curious what is this cnc all about like is there a program which is running at the back are there people who are sitting at the back who are you know uh, making sure that this command center actually works as they want how how does it works actually yeah so this could be a combination love so a cnc could be a daemon or a server that is listening so there is a client and a server i created this client please to go ahead and infect him and then i said this daemon is accepting the request it is waiting to listen for the uh, for establishing the connection so as soon as it's done or it has established its foothold it will then tell the cnc server or the daemon that yes i am in not so can i can i call this uh, as an agent server relationship like yes, we yes, use infrastructure yes. okay. that's exactly what it is Okay. Uh, and and there could be a person sitting on a console it could be a dirty script that just depends on you know the sophistication of the attack right, i mean right. if i if i so there are uh, in in the dark web and then again people don't start asking me questions about dark web now yeah because, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a yeah it's a big big thing that yeah, so so <laughs> yeah, we can discuss dark web as a session yeah, yeah. i don't mind yeah, yeah. yeah so they, so there are solutions there used to be there was a time when all these uh advanced consoles were there for sale where you can set in the agents and then you'll have a shiny interface which is showing all the endpoints which are infected and then you can click and then you can send remote commands so all of those fancy softwares are available as well uh, and then there could be a dirty script that you created at your own lab- laboratory right so uh, that just depends on the sophistication of that now for all the beginners who are watching akshay you have to briefly tell tell them what is a dark web dark web otherwise they keep on thinking they'll not be able to sleep throughout the night just in a level liner or something yeah yeah so dark web essentially uh, came in so the idea of dark web was actually that uh, there for people who wanted extreme anonymity and privacy they created something called as a dark web or dark net or deep web uh, a lot of terms for it yes and and how this works is that this this network these these websites or these portals cannot be accessed using your typical browsers or the world wide web yes it's it utilizes a separate network of nodes it utilizes right. a separate port it utilizes a separate uh, uh, protocol for accessing these nodes and accessing these websites the their their uri url if you may looks different their the websites look different they are very specific you need to know what you're doing over there uh, yeah. and uh, yeah so i guess just because that is, just the, that is the safest that is the safest way of explaining uh, dark yeah thing. just be cautious while you are there and do not go there too often that's what i would like to add yeah uh, so um, uh, the only advice is don't go if you don't know what you're doing yeah absolutely so don't go to dark web that is something yeah, i would recommend there's a huge yeah. disclaimer here yeah because until yeah. and unless we take a session on dark web where we explain yeah. all the nitty gritties i would suggest that you know don't go ahead and just start googling this stuff that's fine <laughs> yeah so we talked about expansions we talked about infiltration where we are saying that you know this is where i get a foothold we're talking about remote remote file inclusion we're talking about web based attacks we're talking about watering hole attacks and then we have we have come to an expansion so a couple of techniques over here is uh what i would typically do is with, within that machine i have to create a stronger foothold so i will exploit some so i have now compromised gained a shell into the machine i will now to ele- i will try to elevate my privilege within this server and get an admin access right so i'm exploiting some vulnerability so so you have to understand there must be some vulnerability to exploit if there is no vulnerability there is nothing to exploit that is an important point i wanted to make because i'll address that later uh then what you're doing is uh like i said you're ma- mapping the whole network hierarchy or you're checking for shared drives you're trying to move like a lateral movement through maybe smb shares you you're <coughs> i'm sorry you're trying to uh, scan the ports you're trying to identify vulnerable services you're trying to uh which is a windows network you're trying to conduct active directory based attacks you're trying to 
conduct past the hash attacks you're trying to just just move on to the other side you're trying to infect this machine you're trying to, so a typical would be so you are creating registry entries you are making malicious exes a lot of dlls are being accessed so in the behind all of these complicated things are happening wouldn't show in, in at, 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 a, at a very basic or a visual level wouldn't show that many activity but it involves a lot of processes going on over a period of time and it's a lot of attempts as well i mean they would be very lucky if in the first attempt itself they first they get a, a infiltration and they are also able to expand and you will have to be in a sufficiently insecure for them to be able to do it then in within expansion what you are doing is you are also establishing ways and means of uh how should i say this getting to your goal for example if your goal is extract mostly it's stealing some data user credentials sensitive information ip theft so now you have to understand one thing that i have to within the uh, uh victim infrastructure i have to establish a secure location where i can keep storing all that information i am stealing so mind it before they send it back to the cnc or back to the attacker they store the stolen information within the same infrastructure so it's kept in a secure stolen location inside in the same network so do you mean that all the information that they are actually taking out is is gathering is actually you know being logged in the same infrastructure which is infected it's yes it's be it's sitting for a while why i tell you why uh, love because it's not easy to uh, exfiltrate the information so so i mean it would be for of a large scale it would and and uh, if you start just uploading data immediately as you give this Then will you will get caught yeah alerts yes exactly yeah right right i am getting more and more curious now to be honest with you actually because yes. this is getting intriguing right yeah so so let's say now in this case since your uh, your aim is extraction of data this is what you would do in case you are planning for a sabotage so now your aim is a sabotage what would you do i now you are you some key low hanging fruits you compromise your inside the network now your aim is to identify the critical assets if i let's talk about the cia how can i business continuity how can i sabotage what does sabotage means destroying the company's work right so essentially in simple words making sure the company is not operating or affecting the business processes or affecting the business continuity how would you do that if you impact the availability of critical assets the the a in the cia the confidentiality integrity availability so the first step would be identifying the critical functions now you could actually conduct a ddos attack once you're inside you could start conducting you could, now you've compromised n number of machines now you target you focus on the critical assets and you start a ddos attack or a dos attack that could be one way of doing it if sabotage is what you're going for right so uh, i hope i'm not moving too fast and this is all making sense because no, we no, discussed no. about the goal the goal is the key love that that what we are saying is what do you want to achieve now you understand the complexity over here i mean it's not just that's why you know it's not just something you just go and then do and then just go away now i have a follow up question on this maybe maybe i'm just asking out of the blue does ransomware also works like a apt or how does ransomware works because people are very you know interested so, to know this. so yeah. so ransom sabotage man you uh, i if if data Uh, unavailability that so i will then plant a ransomware and infect the machines the critical servers and all the data will get encrypted sabotage so ransomware is a part of an at apt so it assists in the whole campaign of an advanced persistent threat attack again depends on what your purpose is if your purpose is stealing why would you run a ransomware right okay uh so like uh, one more so 
again to sum it up very well said so a ddos attack could do sabotage a ransomware could do sabotage a sql injection deleting entire database deleting entire files completely reboot uh, like uh, uh, formatting the whole operating system but it could be anything like deleting a whole drive encrypting everything so all of this comes under sabotage yeah how to secure our network then that should be a follow up question actually how to make sure that these apts go away from the organization because so, yes, they are yes. after they are, after the state i think yes people will start thinking about this and very yeah. well so uh, because now we are at a point where we are discussing things at so much scale so yeah. uh, i mean that's a valid question so now once you have done this uh, expansion you done you you were done with the infiltration you were done with expansion now comes extraction so this is the point where you start stealing uh, the actual information now the information is in a secure location inside the network minded you still have to get it outside somehow right and the key over here is you have to get it outside without being detected because if you detected then all of this was for waste you waited for so many months you created a big campaign you you were silent you were covert and while extracting you were stopped then all of the would, efforts go to I waste. would I would like to mention one thing actually this is one of the most interesting videos that we have ever made man because the kind of you know interest that you are creating up you know in elaborating these concepts as a story I think all the beginners all the freshers will get a huge huge you know uh, you know advantage from these analogies that you are using yeah go ahead. this really? is a very interesting point love and this it's is the hilarious. most misunderstood yeah. point i mean we treat this as a boring subject and we just talk about apt and a lot of people have come to me that you know when i go for interviews or when i sit with cisos that they, they yeah. ask me i'm joining a company even as a senior manager and people ask me uh, what how would you suggest i improve my anti apt skills and they're like oh, oh apt sir deploy anti apt solutions and then they're not satisfied and even they feel that you know I, had i understood apt at a at a broader level i could have given some strategies of actually implementing it rather than just saying deploy and because deploying a solution is never the the answer man just because it yeah. has the word solution to it doesn't mean that it's the solution to the problem it's a solution it's and actually it's one of the solution yeah it's actually you're creating it as a mystery actually which is actually you know adding the whole the whole, the whole point of having, having the apts in place and how to mitigate them very well actually yes. very well i am really enjoying it personally i can tell you that yeah oh great man i mean i'm happy uh, so yes so now uh, we we've taken this data now we need to steal this and without getting detected now here to add to uh, to what we are saying here the concept of a white noise attack comes in place so think about this i am let's say there's a thief and he's trying to steal something from your from a house or from a compound now he wants to go through this door and he doesn't want to get detected by people so he will create a distraction so he will create some noise somewhere else so that all the security guards all the people are focusing on that and while people's attention is over there i will uh, the, the thief will simply go outside from there this is exactly what the white this is the concept of white noise there's a noise in the background that is continuously distracting you and that does not let you focus on your actual thing the noise in itself doesn't mean anything it does not hold any value it's just there to distract so the white noise attack would typically be any so what i am doing is i might go so i am now in the process of extracting some data i'll i'll start conducting a small a smaller dos attack on a couple of servers now the whole blue team and the whole infosec team will start oh my god our servers are under attack and overnight everybody is focusing on the server and this guy will establish a separate connection to the cnc and quietly start extracting the data so that could be one one way of doing it so uh or or one other way of doing it is that i am i, I got into your website i opened more ports inside your application now other smaller script kiddies and attackers are now attacking your application and i will post this on a forum that this website is now vulnerable to xss so many script kiddies will come and start running vulnerability scanners that now you are focusing and and you're thinking what happened and you have no idea how those 
and the person and the people are saying no sir these ports were not open these services were not open we don't know how this is going on so that server team the application team everybody is troubleshooting the the red team sorry the blue team is then trying to detect and monitor and here very nicely very quietly and very smoothly you are extracting all the data that you need to extract because nobody is paying attention to you so that could be so that's what i am saying there there's no set way of defining this attack here now you could do anything and everything under the sun but once you are once you have done the extraction uh, the infiltration and and uh, uh, the expansion this is the last mile of your race and and once you've done it then you might uh, want to delete your traces or you might want to still keep a back door or a shell open to come in back again uh, uh, people have after even 2 3 years they realized that they were backdoors that were uh, sitting on their server so i mean so that's the gist of and and still not yet explained into the very depths because i could take up 7 8 10 specific types of apt cases but let's really don't want to go into that because then uh, requires no, a different level of energy yeah actually you broadly explained it at a very high level and with so many analogies that i think completely understood people are throwing a lot of questions so uh, quickly go through the anti apt analogies then we will jump to questions so now what we are saying is how how would you uh, monitor detect and respond so yes so there is no mitigation to an apt attack that is the key ah. there is no one software that i can put that will prevent an entire apt attack because really? it's a phased thing yes ah. yes yes love so the even the solutions that are there in in place they they don't tend to so that's why i said since it's not a hit and run if this is a point in time or a or a target specific activity then i can create a solution around it but right. since this is a phased approach and it's a, and it's generic i mean it's it's a generalized way and it could branch out into so many different techniques and so many other combinations could make up an apt attack so it's it's a little complicated yes it is yeah so this is where incident response and threat hunting comes in so what you are saying is you need to be able to effectively monitor detect and respond so in a, should you suspect an apt attack what you are going to do so let's say you are a threat hunter and what you are going to do is you are going to start the hunt so when you are starting the hunt what you are doing is you are looking for malicious files you are looking for malicious processes you are looking for malicious entries inside registries you are looking for uh, uh, malicious cnc connections this is where your threat feed comes in you are checking against the threat feed you remember in soar we talked about threat intelligence and threat feeds that were telling you about blacklisted or malicious urls you are checking whether there are illegitimate processes accessing legitimate processes you are checking whether ps exec powershell is running or not powershell is like i said it's a tool used both for defenders and an attackers and attackers as well in our powershell session that that i took so you are looking for that now you're looking for a lot of things the second step is you filter out the legitimate activities by the process of elimination filter out the legitimate activities now what you have is suspicious activities you're not yet sure now do a deeper investigation on these activities which we call in incident response as a rca or a root cause analysis and then when you find something suspicious it may be a piece of software it may be a a, a compromised user account it may be some dos uh, uh, indicators of a dos it could be com- comprised of any number of iocs then you start doing uh, so here the root cause analysis all of these link to the cyber kill chain in the kill chain session i'll be explaining this and then uh, you uh, find the traces of what where when and how what happened where it happened when it happened and how it happened and then you start taking the you start making the remediation plan i'll conduct an antivirus scan i'll do an anti apt scan i will i will do uh n number of things and after that you update and you keep monitoring other than this couple of techniques that you could do from non incident response way is application whitelisting network access control identity and access management because user accounts are compromised user accounts are used credentials are compromised so uh, network access control is typically a solution or a or a framework that is used to 
control the accesses on specific servers and network assets identity and access management is used to define the complete flow of all the users right from onboarding to offboarding so have a strong iam in place application wide listing is important so that you know which kinds of people which kinds of resources are accessing the applications are allowed to access and are not allowed to access so for an internet based you might not have a white but for internal you should have a white listing for critical assets you should have a white listing people are always afraid of white listing because of the business need because they don't want to go through the tedious process of asking each and every person to give a justification for access for easy business operations people tend to uh, shrug off white listing as a process but i i would say white listing is is is, is so it's not a full proof but it's something to reduce the attack surface so all of these techniques in combination could be used can i say that a defense in depth approach is needed in case to mitigate the apt you know threats yes all all so i could then go ahead and say make sure all the patches are done because yeah you mentioned how i said that if there is no vulnerability there's nothing to exploit right. so if you have a good vulnerability management program if you've done a va and you fix the findings then there is nothing to exploit if you pass the systems okay so what by i say application white listing uh, software white listing is also important why because if you are allowing any and every software then typically from a user perspective we tend to download some vulnerable software also so yes. maintain a white list of allowed softwares right so i will only allow this which have been vetted by my, by my security team and even the versions like an exception management have a proper exception management in place so a defense in depth could typically cover all of this i just didn't want to say defense in depth because then i could easily get off by just saying defense in depth right <laughs> i wouldn't have had to yeah, say and i just i just a high level i wanted to make make everyone understand so right. not you one thing one thing yeah so you actually nailed it so whatever i am saying could actually get the map to so you were very uh, right in saying that you know a defense in depth approach is a good way but but yeah. also uh, like from a silo activities the, these are pretty good starters i would say yeah absolutely like what they will do in defense in depth uh, you know mechanism is are the things that you actually described exactly i mean if you if yeah. you know what type types of attacks are possible if you understand your infrastructure if you have a patch system if you have a hardened system if you have vulnerability assessment and mitigation in place if you have software white listing if you have a strong identity access management if you have strong access control if you have a good nac solution if you have a robust antivirus and all assets are protected through a centralized antivirus protection mechanism if you have endpoint detection and response tool if you have a good incident response team if you have a good sop team if your sim alerts are good then how could an apt attack happen but then again i named everything <laughs> yeah absolutely i was about to say that but it is what it is like defense in depth is not easy yeah, yeah exactly it is what it is yeah and, and not everybody would be target of an apt attack as well you have to understand yeah. that you have to have something of value for yeah. for a whole group of people to target you right cool akshay so i'll quickly jump on to the uh, questions now uh so anurag mahajan is saying that i need one session please on cyber kill chain and mit re framework ah oh nice nice so what what is mit re framework just for the people who are watching us so it's actually mit re is a is a body that uh, does heavy research in the types of attacks that are there in the industry and they have an attack framework that is att and at the rate ck framework i think he's uh, referring to that framework and that wow. is where they define a lot of attacks a lot of apts a lot of uh so how would so uh, all uh, most of the bodies are focusing on protection part of it so that is where the mitre uh, the organization comes in where they, they it's a free framework for people to understand the types of attacks so i have to they have a huge range anurag i might not be cover this in one session man but i will take a session on M- uh, the attack framework but yeah. don't ask me about specific point because it's a very big framework and it takes years to master the attack framework yeah uh, but so i would say good, good question thing. i would it's say it's a great question. yeah it's a great yeah. question yeah yeah thank you akshay and yeah obviously cyber kill chain is what what we 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 should take absolutely up. yeah we will discuss cool uh, next one is shivkant huge shout out to shivkant shivkant you know as i say in all the videos thank you shivkant for being here uh, he's saying he he needs us to create a video on complete owasp top 10 like cross site scripting and sql uh, you know injection as well 
Okay, sure, why not? Why not? Yeah, sure, sure, Shimkar, we'll do that. Then Amit Saini is saying hi, hi Amit. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Okay, we are here. Uh, Vinod Bhamre is here. Welcome, Vinod. Nice to see you here, man. Uh, he's saying very interesting. He's also, you know, on on the same page as I am. Actually, he's also getting excited. So he's saying we discussed about how advanced the attacks are. Do we only end up with defense, or is there a way to counter attack to that? Uh, you know, to counter attack to trace the attacker also. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Vinod, uh, what is what is the intention? Is the key here? Uh, you could identify the originating IP address, but then that just because typically these things happen through bots. these three things yeah. happens to happen through compromised iot devices we discussed about iot botnet botnet based attacks as well right so uh, typically uh, it's it's difficult in in a normal sir unless they goof up it's not easy to find the actual originating ip address because these are really really smart people please understand these are these are really smart guys i mean yeah. these are people to be wary of so you might want to just I mean, it's better to become strong yourself so that attacks don't. Because if you engage with everybody who is trying to attack you, then you are not. Then some that a lot of your focus from your actual business objectives is then getting uh, consumed into engaging with these people. Obviously, you can raise. You can talk to the law enforcement agencies. Uh, you can conduct uh, like a full-fledged investigation of that crime. Should you have so? to your effect if you still need an answer if you've engaged with an incident response team if you have a fraud analysis team or if you've engaged with a third party consultant like somebody like us and and if we do get successful in identifying the originating ip address or some kind of a source or some trace of these people then we can help communicate with the cyber crime cell or with the proper enforcement agencies and get the proper law enforcement permissions to take some action against the people. but as an advice or as as a ciso what people typically don't do this but yes it depends on the scale it depends uh, obviously you should respond to it uh, but and but apts is not like you are getting six apts in a year that's not it how it's going to happen it will probably be like a one instance of it and yes you, when you do identify it you should take an action but you need experts i mean the, the when when you're talking about cyber crime the laws and the regulations and all of these things also come into picture so you might want to engage with some somebody professional who can then help you create the proper evidences propose this in court because then they have testimonies and a, a lot of things get involved and and if if it's international crime then you have to involve their laws you have to, that the that the team of professionals should understand international cyber laws as well uh, so a, a lot of things come here in picture yeah just to add to what akshay mentioned we know as he rightly said these would be mostly compromised ip addresses this would not be legitimate ip addresses which you can run a look up on google search and we look up yeah. you can actually yeah you can do that not simply but yeah. then yes since their their methodology is deep even our methodology of investigation is also deep so okay. we, but then again that's a call that as a ciso you need to make Yeah. Uh, but again, at the same time, you only you rightly said, Akshay, you are not focusing on your business objectives. Then you are focusing on a different battle altogether. Right, right. Good. Uh, after that, Muzaffar is there. Muzaffar Udin is saying, Sirji, can you please throw some light on the threat feed and sandboxing? Okay, so Muzaffar thread feed as I I don't know if you are part of the the sore uh, session or not, but thread feed is basically a common thread feed is just to say there is a concept called as indicator of compromise, which is to say that uh, these are the symptoms like like when we have diseases, so there are indicators that you might have a certain disease, like if you have a cough, if you have a cold, if you have a headache, you may have a uh, a flu. so like you say that you know if this is compromised if this process is being accessed if this port is being accessed or n number of things are happening together then this is an indicator of a specific type of compromise and the combination of all these uh, iocs or indicators of compromise it what comprises of a threat feed so your organization is consuming so then indi- individual indicators forming a indicator of compromise individual indicator of compromises forming a threat feed an organization is getting that threat feed getting consumed inside the threat intelligence platform so 
that may be uh, specific to an IP address, specific to a URL, specific to a registry entry, specific to an malicious exe. Now, once you do identify a malicious exe, you sandbox it. So, sandboxing is an isolated environment in which you execute and monitor the behavior of an executable. Because let's say, I mean, it would be pretty stupid that I get an, a suspicious file and I want to check whether this is a malware or not. And I will say, okay, I'll double click it. If I get infected, it's a malware. If I don't get infected, it's not. So that's the whole point that you want to check how it works. So you have a thing called as a sandbox, you will execute it and it has uh, a sandbox would have uh, could measure the parameters could check in the memory block which process it's accessing and it could give you a better deeper analysis in terms of reverse engineering in, in terms of understanding how that malware is actually functioning so it's very specific to malware researchers or reverse engineers right. i hope that answers Yes, yes, absolutely. So Vinod Bhamre is saying thank you, love and Akshay. This channel has become one of my most favorite ones now. So thank you, Vinod, for wow. such a huge appreciation. Uh, thank you, Vinod. After that, Mohammed Idris is there. Mohammed Idris is asking CNC full full form, please. He wants to know what is CNC. Com command CNC stands for command and control. So that is to say that uh, any infect infection agent after infecting an asset will typically try to communicate back to the CNC either to get commands or to send information. So it's like the remote place from where I'm controlling it. Command and control. In, in defense, these, these terminologies are quite common. So there is a command and control center and then there are agents that are deployed. So same terminology was used in cybersecurity. Right. So, uh, so Muzaffar Udin is now, he's trying to replicate, he's trying to understand what we said, he's saying the sandboxing means known attacks in one box for analyzing them in future, right? It's malicious file specifically, but yes, trying to analyze an attack. It's not a known, let's not call it a known attack. Let's okay. just say that you found something suspicious and you're trying to analyze and 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 see its behavior what it's actually doing if you already know it then you don't need a sandbox right right absolutely yeah after that amit sen is saying very good intensive knowledge and a good knowledge sharing thank you amit for having such great feedback akshay a, a very long session anything before you conclude uh so yes so one, one thing i would uh, uh, I, I could say as a as a finishing point is apt attacks are real apt attacks do happen and even in the covid situation the apt attacks are happening so there are cyber criminals who do not care about how people are suffering or how our organizations are managing in fact uh, in 2020 itself later january 2020 itself uh, trend i was reading a trend micro report actually uh, because that's what I do when I'm free. So there was an APT group called as a two sale junk. And then they conducted something which is like a watering hole attack uh, for, against uh, specifically against users in Hong Kong. So for anybody who wants to know more uh, of how this, uh, how this is going on, just search two sale, uh, two sale junk, uh, watering hole, you might get a little bit of an idea. So yes, it's it's still happening and, and organizations right now. So there has been a rise in APT attacks uh, since the pandemic because what attackers are realizing is that a lot of focus of the organizations are right now going into just managing the assets or managing the people. So this is the right time. I mean, typically as an attacker, it, uh, 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 they would feel that, you know, this is the right time. They might make some mistakes. Somebody at their home, they may get casual or some misconfiguration might happen. So as organizations, we need to be more prompt, more secure and all the methods that I talked about, we need to make sure we're implementing this in a more robust manner. And once we get out of this, once everything is central, back again, on premise, then, you know, uh, it becomes, it gets a little better. Right. Muzaffar Udin is saying, now I am pretty much very clear. He's saying, thank you so much for your efforts, Akshay. So it's, it's, he's actually appreciating you. And Shivkant Sharma is saying, thank you, love and Akshay. Maza aagaya aaj ke session mein. So Shivkant is also very happy and, you know, excited. So thank you so much, friends. Uh, and just one thing before I conclude, Akshay is taking a lot of his time and, you know, 
अक्षय इज एक्चुअली यू नो ट्राइंग टू हेल्प द कम्युनिटी आउट हेयर यू नो जस्ट एक्सटेंडिंग हिज हैंड सो इफ एनी वन ऑफ यू वॉन्ट्स टू यू नो गेट योर कैरियर एट द नेक्स्ट लेवल ही हैज सम कोर्सेज इन आमजन so please do get in touch with him the link is there in the description of this and yeah the, the one thing over here love is that there are specialized courses i mean right from a basic to an extremely technical level we have courses right. we have specialists it it's just a matter of understanding what you want so i always keep on saying i i don't say, these are not sold as packages it's yeah, like what your need is there this there's always a tailored made program for you you just need to come and sit and talk with us that's what i always yes. yes and just to tell you one more thing that akshay will never tell you he has cso's in his batches he has cios in his batches he has people from the fr- freshers level till the top levels in the executive you know uh, industries so he he has those people you know who are actually trying to you know as he rightly said enroll th- themselves in these programs just to get a more you know strategic knowledge for from security standpoint that that is one thing i would like to add and amit saini is asking one general question please share the network port one must also always avoid while taking care of any communication metrics amit saini amit man this is something you can find out uh, by easy googling i mean that just doesn't make sense for me to now start naming ports to you come up with a better question man i mean give us some uh... i think amit uh, is I don't think he's a part of this, uh, you know, WhatsApp group. Otherwise, he would never have asked this question. Yeah, I mean, you should, you should find a way to join yeah. our groups. Yeah, yeah. Man, Amit, and, and Amit, go to so Amit much knowledge sharing going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell him right away. Go to this link that is there in my, you know, description, Facebook, and just hit me there. I'll add you to the WhatsApp group. There, you will get the answer to all these general questions. Just uh, by Shivkant and all the other collaborative members in the team who will actually try to help you out there. Okay. so great so one thing is, one thing yeah. one thing before before all of this what i'm realizing it people are getting so much benefit out of it and we get so much responses but not enough people are liking loves videos and i'm not i'm yeah. not very happy about this folks ha huh? you you folks get so much value out of it and when and when after that if we don't get enough likes after that if love subscribers are not increasing exponentially i personally feel bad for this folks I mean, come yeah. on! You, you yourself said that you know you're enjoying so much, you're learning so much. Doesn't it make sense for you people to kind of spread this around and like uh, we are sitting on X number? Shouldn't it become toys? Don't you want us to create better content for you? Don't you want us to be more motivated? Sitting here, what at 10 p.m. in the night here making videos for you? Uh, I mean, I just don't understand why you folks aren't, uh, why more people aren't subscribing and liking the videos here. I mean, please do that. Please do that. It takes a lot of efforts. folks it takes a lot of efforts and we come up with these ideas we discuss back and forth what is the best topic to discuss about it takes some time obviously we are experts here so i'm not saying it takes preparation but it takes time to actually sit here out of our regular work and make these videos for you so just go ahead and just it doesn't take any any effort of your of yours just just subscribe to the channel spread it around more people can benefit out of this and then you know just yeah that's about it yeah thank you thank you akshay for the huge shout out thank you so much thank you for your time everyone thank you akshay for being there thank you so much yeah thanks bye bye bye